There lies a page in history when the workers first fought back. When the might of exploitation at last began to crack. From a farm, from field, from a factory, from a workshop, mine and mill. A flame was lit, a beacon bright, that flame is burning still. Connolly was there, Connolly was there. Great, brave, undaunted James Connolly was there. When the bosses tried to sweat the lands away on Glasgow's Clyde A voice like rolling thunder it soon shook them in their stride In Liverpool and Belfast the workers lived in hell Until at last they organised and any man can tell Connolly was there, Connolly was there Great, brave and daunted James Connolly was there William Martin Murphy and his Dublin millionaires Tried bribery and corruption, hypocrisy and prayers To smash the transport union, the scabs he did enlist For all the graft was shattered by a scarlet iron fist For Connolly was there, Connolly was there Great, brave and daunted James Connolly was there they say that he was murdered, shot dying in a chair. But go march on to freedom, Irish workers don't despair. From a farm, from field, from factory, from a workshop, mine and mill. That flame of light, that beacon bright, that flame is burning still. Connolly will be there, Connolly will be there. The great, brave and daunted James Connolly will be there. I was a maiden fair and young On the pleasant banks of the Lee No bird that in the greenwood song Was half so blithe and free My heart near beat with flying feet No love sang me her queen down the glen rode Sarsfield's men And they wore the jackets green No hoarded the wealth did my love own Save the gold sword that he bore But they loved him for his self alone And the colours bright he wore Come in England's red To make me England's queen I'd rode the high green hills instead For the sake of Irish green When Sarsfield sailed away I wept I heard a wild a I felt then dead like the man who slept Neat fields of Garion By Ireland held my Donald best No wild sea roll between Till I would fold him to my breast A robe in Irish green 
shaman's purple tide rolled by the Irish town as they stood in the breach by Donal's side when England's flag went down and now it glows as it seeks the skies like a blood red curse between I weep but is not the women's eyes will raise the Irish green Oh Ireland sad thy lonely soul and loud beats the winter seas but sad and I the wild ways roll from hearts that break for thee Yet grief shall come to our heartless foes Their thorns in the dust be seen But Irish maids love none but those Who wear the jackets green And the people 
people born to weep As fourteen unknown victims they lay butchered on the street And the gentle sound of leather rebounding off of beats Is a far cry from the rules they play to the murder on the streets And the dogs of war, the dogs of war are gone and on, on and on Was down by the glenside I met an old woman A plucking young nettles She never saw me coming I listened a while To the song she was humming Glory, oh, glory, to the bold Fenian man It's fifty long years Since I saw the moon beaming On strong manly forms Their eyes with hope gleaming I see them again Some died with a stranger And wise men have told us Their cause was a failure But they loved their own Ireland And they never feared danger Glory, oh, glory, oh, to the bold I passed on my way God be praised that I met her Be life long or short I will never forget her We may have brave men But we'll never have better Glory, oh, glory, oh To the bone Was down by the glenside I met an old woman A plucking young nettles 
She never saw me coming I listened a while To the song she was humming Glorio, Glorio To the Bolfinian man Street lamp light is fading now The sun begins to rise And armoured police like beetles creep As factory whistles blow Workers scurry to the mill Another day begun in Belfast, August 69, with terror off the gun. Rows of red bricked houses, soulless, charred and burned, stand face to face and back to back. There's no lace curtains now. From the distant past Impervious to pain Cement and bricks and human skill Will raise them up again From my flat above the streets I stir I curse my newfound home No human skill my love to bloom into a man Shot by cowards in his bed At the tender age of nine Cry murder my child Patrick's dead In Belfast 69 die at dawn. I am ready to die, and I thank God that I die in so holy a cause. For myself I have no regret. The one bitterness that death has for me is the separation it brings from my beloved wife, Muriel, and my beloved children, Donna and Barbara. breaks my heart to think that I shall never see my children again. But I have not wept or mourned. I counted the cost of this and am ready to pay it. Muriel has been sent for here. I do not know if she can come. She may have no one to take the children while she is coming. If she does. Thank mm -hmm. you.
had the strangest dream so clear it came to me I thought again brave Irish men had set old Ireland free and comrade sight did I retain when I heard the cannons roar Oh Grandma Cree I long to see old Ireland free once more It's true we had brave Irish men as everyone must know O'Neill O'Donnell Sarsfield too Lord Edward and Wolf Ton and also Robert Emmett till death did not give o'er O Grammachree I long to see old Ireland free once more Now we can't forget the former years that live in memory still of the Wexford men of 98 who fought on Vinegar Hill with Father Murphy by their side and the green Flag waving o'er O Grammachree I long to see Old Ireland free once more Hanlon O'Brien and Larkin died Their country to set free And someday yet Brave Irish men will make the Saxon flee. All day and night they'll always fight till death they'll not give o'er. O Grammachree, I long to see old Ireland free once more. Courthouse in 18 and 3 stunned young Emmett, the hero true and brave, for fighting the tyrant, his country to free, and tear forever proud the bonds of slavery. There are still men in Ireland who are loyal and true, who remember their patriots with pride, and with God's help, young Emmett, he'll soon give to you the epitaph of since you died Well alone and defiant He stood in the dock While Lord Norbury The hanging judge looked down All against his false charges As firm as a rock Oh another Irish martyr To the crown And there are still men in 
Ireland to our loyal and true Who remember their patriots with pride And with God's help young Emmett he will soon give to you The epitaph unwritten since you died was guilty, the sentence was death, and in Thomas Street the tyrant's work was done. Oh, but young Emmett smiled as he drew on his last breath, for he knew the fight for freedom would be won. And there are still men in Ireland who are loyal and true, who remember their patriots with pride. And with God's help, young Emmett, he will soon give to you the epitaph unwritten since you died. And there Loyal and true Who remember their patriots with pride And with God's help young Emmett He'll soon give to you The epitaph unwritten since you died The epitaph unwritten since you died Sail away, both you and me, to fight for those who must be free. 
wind and its stride and the leaves descend from the trees Will the world in its wake leave nothing of you and of me Still I recall we tore through it all like lovers the world's never seen But the call of adventure was always the calling for me And as I wander home in the wind and the pouring rain I still believe the promise we made With a chill in the air We gave not a care For tomorrow What it would bring As history's song Is one All of us sing We said no goodbyes Just spoke with our eyes Where the road Was such a divide and the walls they would paint to remind us all who's done.
pace Hair's turning gray And so few tomorrows to see I'll head out the road That leads to Donegal Street And sing out the tune Of lovers in June And lies I choose to believe as the world in its wake left nothing of you and of me. And as I wander home in the wind and the pouring rain, I still believe the promise we made, and I feel This war is not just a war of shooting British soldiers. It is also about coming to a final political objective, which is the creation of a 32-county democratic socialist republic to be controlled by the ordinary people for their own benefit. I sing a song of an Irishman, he hunted high and low. Who crossed the glen with a thousand men, but he vanished like the snow. Well, aim and right, they call him, cause aiming was his game. No matter where the British went, he got them just the same. Ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty or more. No one shot sniper even up the score. He never missed his target and he got them in his sight. The IRA made them pay with the famous aiming right. Well, he brought his gun to Andy Town and Bally Murphy too To Wardoyne and the new lodge to fight for me and you The army still saw him on a roof in Craig and Hayes His rifle barked, he found his mark and vanished out of sight Ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty or more No one-shot sniper even up the score Never missed the target when he got there when he stayed IRA made them pay with a famous salmon raid Ready say he worked alone a terrorist to trade A solitary gunman from the South Armagh Brigade But it soon became apparent when they tried to hold on land There's more than a thousand aiming rights in the IRA command Ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty or more No one-shot sniper even up the score Never missed his target when he got them in his sight The IRA fit them pay with the famous salmon rice Ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty or more 
sergeant when he got them and he said, Yeah, yeah, met the pair with a famous salmon race.
of it was the Dublin lockout of 1913, a lockout that involved 20,000 workers within the city, probably 80,000 people in total if you include their dependents. It was a massive industrial dispute that led to much street violence and led also to the jailing of both Larkin and Connolly for a brief period as a result of speeches they made in favour of the locked out workers. Batten charges, prison cells, untimely death and acute starvation. All were faced without a murmur, and in the face of them all, the brave Dublin workers never lost faith in their ultimate triumph. Never doubted but that their organisation would emerge victorious from the struggle. Ah, comrades, it is good to have lived in Dublin in these days.
The government are keeping in prison one of the truest Irish men of the present day. And for what? For shooting the policeman? Of whom there are too many moving about at the present time. The Fenians was ordered a physical force, and we would be justified in using it now if the opportunity offered. Any means are justifiable in trying to rent our hereditary enemy out of Ireland. Even, even to scatter the fires of hell in the face of that enemy. So, are you with me, lads? 
Paddy Murphy. Aidan Curry. Mihal O'Shea. We stand for not an Irish party, but for national tradition. The tradition of Wolf Tone and Robert Emmett, of John Mitchell and John O'Leary. We stand for the complete and total separation of Ireland from England, and the establishment of an Irish government untrammeled and uncontrolled by any other government in the world. We do not believe that it is possible to make Ireland a nation by an act of the English Parliament, and we will not ask that Parliament, or join with any section of our countrymen in asking it, to legislate for us. Come again, obviously showing a bit of interest. What seems to come across is that McDermott, that he was someone who was enormously committed from his teenage years, and really devoted his life to tramping the countryside and organising. And the best evidence for that is he got polio in 1912. And as a result of the polio, um, one of his legs was paralysed and he walked on a stick from, from 1912. He was months recuperating from polio. Far og funyul the vian law one a chinshin the head lawila, bishakosul the shanar, bishak a shul the maidza, agus vian zima the fekolid. I guess is kosul gurashe, he is slash fatamul, ach near washashin rawad. McDermott struggled on, going from town to town, organising, going around Dublin, organising, and trying to enthuse people. At the turning point for a lot of people, including Pierce, as a, as a matter of fact. I mean, Pierce is on record as actually supporting Home Rule if it had gone through. When it didn't, and they regarded they were being betrayed by the British government, they, they went straight past Sinn Féin to physical force. I mean, more and more advanced nationalists, as they were called in those days, came to be convinced that they could not get Home Rule by legitimate parliamentary means. Because in 1912, you have the Covenant, hundreds of thousands of people signing it, and then a not-too-secret provisional government established by the Ulster Unionists. And then the Ulster Volunteer Force founded in early 1913. The Ulster Volunteer Force brought the gun into Irish politics in a very serious way. And what happens in response to the Ulster Volunteer Force uh, increases that notion of an island that's becoming more militarised. Um, open drilling, different private armies effectively, uh, the shipping of arms, you know, the arrival of arms to Ireland, the Larne gun running, the Hoth gun running, uh, the tensions involved in that, uh, the degree of tolerance that was there for it as well, because the British government was faced with something of a dilemma there. What do they do in response to this? Do they attempt to, to disarm them? About 1,600 were landed all right at Hoth. The men marched into Clontarf, but the authorities prepared in the meantime, and special trams were chartered to bring out the military and police. Tom and myself were in town on secret duty, so we got our taxi out and met them. The military and police had taken up their positions, and our men had no chance, so we got on the job immediately at taking off rifles in our taxi. That was our job for the evening, running them to safe places. Several other motorcars and taxis got on the job later, with the result that practically all the rifles have been saved. 
The crowds in the streets have been charged several times by the military. It'll do good, and all is well. That ought to open the eyes of the fools as to what liberal government is. Comrades like lions at bay From the South Dublin Union Poor death and dismay And what was thereof When the Englishmen saw All the dead khaki soldiers In Erangabarah Oh, one of our leaders Were down at Ring's End Captain was a raven that day Saying give me one hour and I'll blow you away But a big Moser bullet got stuck in his crow And he died of lead poison in Erangabarah All glory to Dublin, to her the renown Her fame will go down And the children will tell how their forefathers saw The red blaze of freedom or
Now I rest with those who join me 
raise that flag on high and give pride back to nation under Easter's blood red sky. Tonemid and O'Leary, he joined them in the grave, but they all agreed above his name, inscribed bravers of the brave.
Adios is Irish freedom If woman goes and slay For the freedom of your door Take heart and strike a blow O slave of slave, the master's chains Shall we come as we go? Jan McDiarmid, before paying the penalty of death for my love of Ireland and abhorrence of her slavery, desire to make known to all my fellow countrymen that I die as I have lived, bearing no malice to any man and in perfect peace with Almighty God. The principles for which I give my life are so sacred that I now walk to my death in the most calm and collected manner.
I meet death for Ireland's cause, as I have worked for the same cause all my life. God save Ireland. Sean McDermott.
like a burning boy that our beach breezes blow Around it flows wherever it flies defiance to the foe Let no man weep for true men fought to make their country free The flag that James Connolly loved is good enough for me the flag of monster boy Victory lead us on A rebel court of Pierre boys And Claire and Gary on Elham in temporary town The north will yet be free The flag that monster heroes love for me Give me the flag of Connacht boys And westward let her flow Give me the flying columns That from Longford town let go God keep you ancient Galway Let your sons have victory the flag that volunteers did love is good enough for me. Give me the flag of Ulster boys, it's Ireland's flag also. We love them yet, and we won't forget Red Hugh and Owen Grove. Or still their breeds on our soil the soul of liberty the flag that Ireland's martyrs love is good enough for me the flag that Ireland's martyrs love is good enough for me
tried to drag us from our streets I'd taken life so young and sweet Do they not know we'll not be beat Their violence is their own But freedom won't be terrorized Their freedom struggle from the light We won't be kept down
last night I had a happy dream Though restless where I be I thought again, brave Irish men And sent old Ireland free And how excited I became Farewell to Balahi, likewise town of and the green hills of Derry that I dearly love. My thoughts return to you from the dark each black cell. So friends and brave comrades. I bid you farewell For hundreds of years now We've kept up the fight And the history books told me Of Ireland's plight So with gallant Francis I followed the cause Conquer the tyrant And defy England's loss So farewell to Balahi Likewise town of And the green hills of Derry That I dearly love my thoughts return to you From the dark each black cell So friends and brave comrades I bid you farewell Through the hills of South Derry We marched and we drilled To our exploits in action all Irish you thrilled The most feared men in Ulster Volunteers on the run We give England her answer From the barrels of our guns So farewell to Balahi Likewise town of and the green hills of Derry That I dearly love My thoughts return to you From the dark each black cell So friends and brave comrades I bid you farewell
gal in South Derry You are forever blessed In the struggle for freedom You have given your best There's Hughes and there's Bateson There's Sheridan and Lee And inscribed with their names now Brave Tom McElwee So farewell to Balahi Likewise Tamadoff And the green hills of Derry That I dearly love My thoughts return to you From my dark age black cell So friends and brave comrades I bid you farewell So farewell to Balahi Likewise Tamadoff And the green hills of Derry That I dearly love My thoughts return to you From the dark each black cell And above our land of black and green hair Rebels' voices call I shall not die, they bury me Hear the anthem better die And where is my Johnny? Faded pictures in the hallway Which one of these brown girls to see? Fare thee well, my brother, done And fare thee well, my own asleep Lost in you, do you haunt me Till I come back home again? The north and south and blows the east and west I'll be just like the wind will blow For I will have no rest Till I return to And blows the east and west Will be just like the wind my love For I will have no rest Till I return to thee Curse the spade and curse the plow Waking in the morning early Wish the hell I was ready to know One, two, three, tie your paws Give me a drink of sleep and shame But this from the mountains crawling Force like you, my old Ashley Pretty well, my black hair too Pretty well, my old Ashley Thoughts and dreams of you will haunt me Till I come back home again Pretty well, my black hair too Pretty well, my old Ashley Thoughts and dreams of you will haunt me Till I come back home again
I travel in the fourth regiment. My brothers by my side. On Wednesday, the 2nd of March 1921, one of the headline events of the Irish War of Independence in Westmead took place here at Mullingar Railway Station when forces of the British Crown caught up with one of the IRA's most effective guerrilla leaders. Sean McKeown, the famed blacksmith of Balnalee and commandant of the IRA's North Longford Flying Column, had for so long artfully evaded capture by the authorities and in the meantime masterminded a series of ambushes against members of the Crown forces. On the 2nd of February 1921, a month before the events here in Mullingar, McKeown and his men attacked a convoy at Clonfin in County Longford, killing four members of the Royal Irish Constabulary's Auxiliary Division. It was this sort of devastating activity in what was otherwise a quiet part of Ireland during the War of Independence, which led McKeown to become one of the most wanted men in Ireland. But after a year-long hunt, 100 years ago at Mullingar Railway Station, Crown forces finally got their man. John McKeown spent the morning of March 2nd, 1921 in Dublin, where he had a meeting with Cahill Brewer, the Dáil's Minister for Defence. Brewer proposed to McKeown that he take a team of men and travel to London to assassinate members of the British Cabinet. McKeown's good friend Michael Collins, as President of the Irish Republican Brotherhood, overruled Brewer and told McKeown to return to Longford to continue his activities. No sooner had McKeown boarded the evening mail train to the Midlands than he got straight back to work. Eyeing up a party of soldiers who had entered his carriage, he slipped out of the train and picked up a bottle of whiskey. McKeown's plan was simple. He would get the soldiers drunk, and on reaching Edwardstown, where members of his North Longford flying column were lying in wait, he would ambush the soldiers, take their weapons from them, and take them hostage. McKeown's plan worked well initially. By the time the train reached Caloocan, the soldiers were merry, and they were enjoying the company of this jolly and suave Irishman. Little did they know who they were sharing a drink with. But McKeown's luck ran out, when the train arrived in Mullingar. Unknown to the IRA leader, Crown forces had learned all about McKeown's excursion to Dublin. Not only that, they had managed to foil the plan by the IRA to stop McKeown's train further up the line and to facilitate his escape. Patrick came to Dublin town, he stole an armoured car and 
orange, white, and green to the four winds as unfurled. You read the roll of honor land, you'll find with a mixed star the name of Sarsfield Mulligan, the man from Mullingar. The peelers used to vote the Panamara for beating up the Ballard Scan O'Hara. And when he came to Ballymote, he stole the parson's car and he sold it to the bishop in the town of Castlebar. Oh, seven hundred peelers couldn't catch him, catch him. They kicked him down to Nora for to lash him. When Patrick came to Dublin town, he stole an armored car And he gave it to the IRA Brigade in Mullingar It was on Good Friday morning All in the month of May A German ship was signaling beyond doubt in the bay we've twenty thousand rifles already far to land but no answering signals did come from the lonely balustrade no signal answers from the shore, Sir Roger sadly said. No comrades here to meet me, alas, they must be dead. But I must do my duty, and at once I mean to land. So in a small boat pulled ashore On the lonely Bannerstrand Now the R.I.C. were hunting far Sir Roger high and low They found him at McKenna's fort Said they, you are our foe Said he, I'm Roger Casement I came to my native land I mean to free my countrymen On the lonely Ballastrand They took Sir Roger prisoner And sailed for London town and in the tower they laid him A traitor to the crown Said he, I am no traitor But his trial he had to stand For bringing German rifles to The lonely Bannerstrand was in an English prison that they led him to his death. I'm dying for my country, he said with his last breath. They buried him in British soil, far from his native land. And the wild waves sing his requiem 
on the lonely Bannerstrand. They took Sir Roger home again in the year of 65. And with his comrades of 16, in peace and tranquil lies, his last fond wish it is fulfilled for to lie in his native land. And the waves will roll in peace again 